Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Vitality with Magalie on a Journey. I'm your host, Magalie Matthew. Here we cover all things vitality, that is living full of energy. From gut health to spirituality, nutrition to movement, we peel back the layers and unlock ways to heal and feel our best selves, one conscious habit at a time. Stick around, let's dive on in. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, my beautiful friends. Thank you for coming back to Unlock Your Vitality. I'm so excited about this week's guest. It was truly a powerful conversation of unleashing your inner vision, really awakening that inner fire, also knowing how to just live unapologetically, take care of yourself, the power of authenticity, so many beautiful moments with Catherine. And I will definitely go into uh, a little more in a second. Before I do and we jump into the episode, I wanted to share that I last week had a beautiful session with a business coach. Actually, she was on the podcast a few podcasts ago, Diana Davis, and it really inspired me. And I am just so excited to be creating what's coming. I will be continuing to tease throughout social media in the next weeks what's coming and what it is and give you a little bit more of what actually it is uh, soon. But I really was reflecting and speaking with her how you guys know that I was waiting for my green card through, yeah, the process of, you know, leaving my old startup and starting again. And then getting a green card and it took time and there was a lot of frustration into, yeah, just not being able to put this out into the world, something I'm, I've been like working on in the background. And then I just got really demotivated when my visa situation wasn't allowing me to work in the way I wanted. And then now that it's, uh, yeah, happening and I'm in the final details of creating it and I'm so excited. And so I'm officially going to be launching the wait list. So if you are interested in connecting to yourself, in unlocking your vitality in ways that you know are possible and haven't yet just created it for yourself, I'm going to be launching an amazing, amazing, amazing program that I will be telling you more about very soon. But if you already want to get on the waitlist and secure a pretty awesome discount, I'm going to be linking the link on the show notes of this podcast. It's actually going to be the only place it's linked for a while. So get on that if you'd like. And without further ado, we are going to be speaking with Catherine Mejias. She's a self-empowerment coach, an author, an event creator who guides women to take aligned action towards living authentically, no matter their circumstance. Catherine cultivates a vibrant community of audacious women by sharing stories of success and resilience. From live performances to influential panelists and women-owned vendors, her events make women believe it's possible. Catherine's self-published book, Born for More, offers insights and poetry that aspire to inspire. You are going to absolutely love 
speaking or listening to Catherine just as much as I loved speaking with her. Her all-access online program and personalized one-on-one sessions are ideal for women seeking profound transformation. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the show. I'm so excited about today's guest. We have Catherine on. I can't wait for you to hear her story, learn from her beautiful journey, um, yeah, and see all the things she has to teach us. So, Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Magali, for inviting me on your show. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a true pleasure. Let's start with your journey of how you got to be where you are today. Can you share a little bit with the audience more about uh, yourself and your journey? Okay. It's a long one. I'm warning you with all kinds of twists and turns. (laughs) We love that. Um, So being when I was really young, I was super shy, uh, really like not confident at all. um, Just uncomfortable being myself. But I had such a passion for everything metaphysical, everything in the the unseen, right? So that was my passion. Whenever I got a chance to read a book or anything, uh, I would just take that opportunity. And back then, there wasn't that much information about empaths, about all everything metaphysical, because I'm 40, well, I'll be 43 next month. So in the 80s, like it wasn't a thing, right? There wasn't that much information about it. But I did my best through books and and the libraries and all of that. And um, in my late teens at 19, I decided to um, work for an airline. So I joined Air Canada. I left home. (laughs) Yeah, I left home at 19, because I just thought it was such an adventure. I loved traveling, right? Being a Sagittarius, I'm such a free Mm. spirit. I I just love learning and traveling and uh, exploring what life has to offer. And so I did that. And I used that as an opportunity to go into different countries and learn from the very best teachers, right? Whether it was shamanism, crystal therapy, uh, Reiki. So I did that in all in a variety of different countries. But I never like I like the idea of being a flight attendant and traveling, but I didn't love it. Like there was Mm. something that I don't know, I was still trying to find myself. And working for the airlines also gave me an opportunity to take a lot of leave of absences. So for the people that don't know that you can take your leave of absence for, you know, anywhere from a month or to a year, and then go explore different careers or just do different things. So I took about two years off and I worked in my other passion, which is fashion. So I worked Mm. as a creative director for a pretty big Canadian fashion brand. And I styled and dressed women from all walks of life, from celebrities to stay at home moms to just women in general. And I loved seeing the sparkle in their eyes, right? Like looking at themselves in the mirror, feeling beautiful. But I did notice something that no matter, you know, how much money they made, a lot of them lack that self-esteem, right? So you can dress up, you can, you know, have all the best clothes and the best makeup, 
But if you don't feel beautiful inside, then it's never going to be satisfying to you. So I wanted to merge, uh, that was kind of the seed of my company right now, Born For More, merge the fashion side and the healing side together. And for some reason in my head, they're always very separate, right? It was always like, well, if you're into healing, you go off in the woods, you don't wear <laughs> makeup, or if you're a fashionista, you, you don't kind of do the healing thing. But my uh, thing was to merge those two aspects of myself together and then build my brand, which is Born For More, um, which is there to inspire women to take actions on their inner desires, feel beautiful inside and out, build healthy relationships with themselves and others, and mm. monetize their passion if they desire to. So that's kind of a brief overview of um, what led me to my company. Mm, I love that. It's so beautiful. I yeah. love, I mean, thanks for painting a picture of... One being that, you know, shy kid, I can definitely relate to that. I was very, very shy. Like I would walk in a room and just feel my face completely blush and turn red because of the discomfort that I felt in that mm -hmm. time. And then so from that to obviously being a flight attendant, I'm sure helped with uh, the shyness too. I mean, you have, you have to be so right, like welcoming and open and um, have a lot of conversations and then kind of linking all of those things. I love what you said about how we think that as a spiritual person, you need to go off in the woods, not wear makeup, all these things. My, like when I need a break from the spiritual world and from all of this, I will devour reality TV. And <laughs> there was this big part of me at times that was like, oh, but you know, as a spiritual person, I shouldn't be watching this. And I love that you're kind of, yeah, accepting that both can be together, right? And merging them and then empowering women to do that. That's really beautiful. I'm curious, what are some of the things that help you overcome that shyness? And how are you recognizing maybe that in some of the women that you're helping today? Mm -hmm. uh, whether there's kind of trends and things that you're helping them overcome, whether it's like limiting beliefs or um, I'm curious about what it was in your own journey and then what you see in maybe some of your clients' journeys. Well, there's many layers to that because the first part is, of course, my own stuff, like our own uh, judgments, right? What will people think? Lack of self-esteem. Um, but then there's also another layer to that, and that's being an empath. And empath, for those who don't know, if they're listening to your show, they probably know, but it's just <laughs> absorbing all the emotions of others and feeling things from others. So a lot of times you think you're not confident, you think you have all these self-confidence, low self-esteem, but you're actually picking that stuff up from other people around you, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why one important thing that I like to teach is knowing yourself, your boundaries, right? When do you end in time and space? And mm -hmm. when does the other person start or whoever is around you, right? When do you end? Um, and once you know that, then you can start working on your own stuff. And if something comes in, it's like, okay, well, is that mine? Or is that not mine? Right? Mm -hmm. Distinguishing. And I, I think a lot of people miss that. So they start working on other people's stuff that it's not even their own. Mm -hmm. uh, so for myself, that was a big aha moment when I figured that out. Uh, another thing was to keep on pushing myself, keep on pushing myself out of my comfort zone. The thing is, if it 
freaks me out. But if I get excited about it, it's a hell yeah, I'm going to do it, right? It's yes, it's a sure sign that you or that I have to go and do it. Um, because it, it's all for growth and expansion. Um, and that helps you build confidence. That way you can look back at yourself and be like, oh, wow, like I, I recognize the person that I was and now I've grown. And that's how I can recognize a lot of these, um, I don't want to say issues, but challenges within my clients because mm-hmm. I've been there and I've seen both sides of the coin. So mm-hmm. I can like pick it up in two seconds. I'm like, okay, I know exactly what that is because of my intuition being an empath, but also just understanding what that person is feeling. Mm, Yeah, you mentioned something that I was hoping you'd get into. And that's the intuitive part. Because I think a lot of times as an empath, we talk about the difficulties that come with it, right? Mm -hmm. Of, as you said, picking up everything and feeling potentially overly sensitive in certain situations. I think an example of what we're living right now in the world is something that as you know, there's war and horrible things happening on the other side, you can really, really feel it as an empath. Mm -hmm. I mean, most people are tuned and feeling it, but I love what you said about the intuitive part, because I think that's the beautiful part of with everything, right? There is like a shadow that we have to learn how to work with and then a beautiful light that helps us yeah, create the gifts that are happening in the world and that we have to give to the world. And talk to us more about how maybe your intuition throughout this journey was giving you and helping you give you the signs of, you know, hey, this is the direction that you need to go into. So for me, it was always about following my passion, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. quite know at the beginning how to like monetize my passion or or, because my thing was always to work doing what I love so that work would not feel like work. And I would get excited to live every day. That was and still is my mission in life. Um, So I'm super passionate about everything that I do. But to get there, it was also a journey, right? Because what does that mean? How do I make that happen? A lot of times people didn't quite understand what, like, if I told my mom, okay, I want to, I want to make money, create a course, help women feel better. She's like, but what do you mean? Right. So <laughs> what does that? how do you do that? But it's really being in tuned with your connection, yourself, and building a strong relationship with yourself. And once mm. you have that self-belief, so everything starts with self-belief. Once you believe in yourself by creating a strong connection to yourself and hearing your intuition, then it kind of paves the way. You might not know exactly what the big picture might look like. But you know what actions to take next. And for Mm -hmm. me, that was a big thing because I didn't really know what the, like, I kind of had a vision of the end, right? But I didn't really kind of like have it all figured out. I just knew what actions I needed to take and what feelings I wanted to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think embodying the person that I wanted to be was really important, actually, because you will align yourself to the future version of yourself by embodying who you strive to be, right? You got to be it, you got to own it, you got to have that confidence and believe in yourself in order to create or take that action towards uh, what you want to be or who you want to be. Yeah, for sure. I Have you done much or any of the uh, meditation or work from Dr. Joe Dispenza? 
I have. I have done a few. I have my own meditations as well that I have over 30 meditations. Um, but so many people talk about him. He's uh, He's he's onto yeah. something that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful that you're also creating your own. I do think that they're amazing and that there's a a certain like masculinity to it. And so um, that's amazing that you're bringing your own. The reason I bring that up is because I found myself sometimes doing those and in the moment and in the, for those of you who don't know, these are meditations to help you feel exactly what Catherine was speaking about, which is the feeling of that person that you want to become, to be able to connect to that, to then in order to actually start making changes and walk the path to being that person. However, there was times where I remember in doing those where it felt like, yes, I I can acknowledge the person that I want to be and the feeling that I want to get to and also realizing where I am and, and finding the acceptance uh, for where I am now. Can you talk to us about what if somebody's feeling kind of like stuck in between the two of, yes, there's a place I want to go to and how do I also give myself self-love and acceptance for where I am right here and right now? Well, it's important to accept where you are, but it's also important to take action in the direction that you want to go. Because for myself included, I found myself and, and a lot of the women that I work with, we take that victim mentality that we're like, mm -hmm. oh, we're stuck. We don't know where to go, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you do. You just got to take action, whatever mm -hmm. way, you know, because stuck is not taking action, right? Yeah. So once you take action in any direction, any small step, that will naturally create some kind of momentum, right? Mm -hmm. And once you have that momentum, you can kind of steer the path, you know, change it up a little. But that stuck feeling, speaking personally, it's like, okay, well, I, you know, I'm a victim to my circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I would say to take action, like mm -hmm. any, anything, anything to get you out of your routine, out of your comfort zone. It could be even as small as, okay, you know what? I'm driving home. I'm taking a different route today. I'm having a different breakfast today. And just those switches will get you out of your autopilot and into mm -hmm. a new timeline or a new sequence of actions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I know that some of the things that you work on with your clients is helping them connect to that power of authenticity, right? Of feeling mm -hmm. like you're really embodying your true self. Can you talk more about what that looks like? What maybe some practical tools for people who are feeling a little bit, because I do think that when you're feeling stuck, you're also not, yes, you're in that victim mentality, but you're also not connected to your true authentic self that can, you know, wants to create all these beautiful things and wants to live an amazing life full of vitality. Can you talk to us about how to help people connect to that? And also maybe the importance of first connecting to that in order to be able to create the life you really want? Well, I think it's important to look at why we're not being authentic, right? Mm -hmm. First, like removing those layers first. Why are you not being authentic? Is it because there's judgment? Your family will think whatever they think. Your job won't allow it. Like, what are those reasons? And then kind of dissect that, those layers, to kind of get to the bottom of, okay, well, I know why. I know why I'm not being authentic. 
now I'm going to take tiny steps because going from, you know, a hundred, one to a hundred kilometers can actually be quite scary, right? Mm-hmm. Especially being shy and maybe not having that much confidence, but taking small steps in order to break free of those limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves. And I'm, again, speaking from experience, uh, I, I'm a big believer in walking my talk. And so again, like these are all things that I've done for myself. Again, being very shy, working in the airlines where everything had to be, you know, look a certain way, your hair had to be a certain way, the uniform, Mm. then going into the fashion industry, again, uh, having to look a certain way and talk to celebrities or whoever a certain way, I felt very stuck, right? It's like, Mm. okay, well, if I'm authentic, people will judge me, they won't like me. Um, So then it came to a point where I just said, I don't really care. This is uncomfortable. I'm mm-hmm. like trying to walk like this, right? And being comfortable. Meanwhile, it, it, it looks silly to everyone. It, it doesn't allow your light to shine. So for myself personally, it came to a point where I said enough. Like, if you don't like me the way I am, then too bad. You're not my person. You're not my people. Um, Mm -hmm. and once I started doing that, and these are my own limiting beliefs that I had set, it actually made me more magnetic, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's what people are striving for. They're striving for authenticity, you know, through fashion, through, you know, yoga, through whatever it is. But meanwhile, they're not listening to their core desires. They're not listening to their own intuition and what they want to be, who they want to be. So for myself, it really was about breaking free of my limiting beliefs, saying, I don't really care. I'm just going to be me if you don't like it too bad. And that was, I think, freeing. It was, it's really about freedom. So when I work with my clients, I really help them to honor who they are. Again, it's all about building that solid connection with the self. And once you build that solid connection with the self, you feel not supported, right by Mm -hmm. you and you're not supported by the outside world because when we're not authentic we get support from the outside world but if we revert that and do it the proper way we support ourselves and then the outside world doesn't really matter anymore as much it kind of is malleable and it shifts according to who you are and how you vibrate Mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. I felt it also in my own journey, especially what you said about being more magnetic once you're more mm-hmm. authentic, right? To give you a little bit of my journey, I started, so I originally am French, but I moved to San Francisco to study um, a master's program and then met my two co-founders. And I started a tech company, which I did for six years, almost seven years. And my authentic self was telling me, to be really honest, almost the whole time that it wasn't what I was meant to be doing. And I kept doing it and I gave it everything and I completely burnt out and I started having health issues and like everything, my my intuition, everything inside of me was telling me there was something else. Mm-hmm. But the thing that was holding me back was the fear of disappointing you know, my co-founders, my clients, my teams, my family, myself, like all of these things were feeling so heavy. And so I often say that my spiritual journey started with my entrepreneurial journey because Mm -hmm. it was such a realization of like, 
all these things that I feel like I'm getting from the outside of all these rewards and all these, you know, whatever saying like, oh my God, you guys are building an amazing company and you're raising so much money and you're helping so many people to actually realize that walking away from all of that was really what I needed to be able to be true to myself and mm-hmm. to realize that I didn't need any of it. And I agree with what you're saying of the freedom part. It felt so freeing to take a really scary, uncomfortable decision to be, you know, going from a tech company to being like a Reiki master and working one-on-one with people was, uh, turned a lot of heads, but it was, yeah, something that I think the magnetic piece is something people don't realize happens almost so naturally because people are also attracted to the authenticity, right? They can see it. They can feel it within somebody. And it's something you can't buy, right? Mm-hmm. It's from within. It's that brilliance within. The eyes start shining. You just start mm-hmm. being happy and the higher frequency attracts people, right? You're like a mm-hmm. light. So yeah, I just help women achieve that. And I'm sure you do the same because you have gone through it. You know what it feels like. And, you know, the authentic self is always shifting as well, right? Because Mm. we're always expanding and in expansion, it's like our authentic self two years ago is not the authentic self of today. Mm -hmm. So it's always shifting and how much more can we expand? How much more authentic can we be? And with that expansion, it's even more magnetic. And if everyone can be authentic, then the world would be a better better place for sure. That's for sure. I love what you said about shifting. I haven't thought about it in that way before, but of course, as we're continuing to evolve and expand our authenticity shifts, how do you continue to connect to that and to the shifts that might come with it as you're continuing to grow and build different things? I'm always changing. Like I I always change my hair, you know, whether it's short or long, I'm always uh, my pictures, you know, for my Instagram, my branding, it's always shifting because it's representing the new version of myself. So I allow myself to do that. You know, a lot of people when it comes to business, they're like, okay, well, your business has to be your Instagram page has to be a certain way. I'm like, but no, it can't be. It can be for a certain time, but I know there'll come a time and and place where everything's going to change again. Um, And my friend mentioned that as well. He's like, you're always changing. I'm like, well, that's the world. That's who I am, right? And that's the world. As uh, I change, my world change. It improves. Um, More abundance comes in, right? Because you allow that space to open up within you. It's almost like I'm getting an image of, so you're expanding, your light is expanding and it's creating more space for that abundance to come in. Mm. So, you know, more abundance in whatever form that takes for you, the more you expand. So we're never constant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And I agree. I feel like on social media, especially there's such a, you know, thing of like, find your niche and then create the same video yeah. over and over and over and over again. And I cannot do that. <laughs> it I just can't do that either. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels the opposite of authentic. That's for sure. <laughs> it, it, well, that's autopilot, right? I- mm, yeah, for sure. So we have a lot of people and women specifically that listen to this podcast that often feel 
whether it's like victim to their situation or just knowing that there's something else, right? Knowing that the day-to-day and the routine, whether it's like you're a mom of young kids and you have full-time work and just like a feeling that life is hard. Can you talk to us about, for those of us who are feeling that way, that, you know, life is hard and there is just this feeling that it could be better, or maybe we've known that in the past it's been better, how maybe we can find our way to what our true north is. I know you speak about that. What are some ideas and tips that you have for people who are feeling in this way? So Born for More is dedicated to the women who know that they're born for something more, right? To make Mm. more of an impact, to live with more joy, more abundance. And again, it's from my own story. From very young, like I knew I was here to make a major impact and my life never really reflected the more. I'm like, what's going on here? Did someone (laughs) get it wrong? And so it's that connecting to that more. And when life feels challenging, life is going to feel challenging, right? It it can't be smooth sailing all the time. But what like, when it comes to work, you got to connect yourself, is this what you are meant to do? And a lot of times we keep ourselves like for myself, I, I kept myself in the flight attendant role for much too long, because of self worth, self esteem, uh, you know, having that self belief that I can do something more that I can do something that will bring me joy. So again, that connection, it's always building that connection to yourself, and self love, self belief, and then taking those small steps in order to create the more joy, right? So I remember trying to find joy in these long flights that were hour like 12 hours long. And I'm like, Oh, God, what am I doing here? I know that, you know, this has a purpose. So it's finding these small moments of joy in those experiences that may be more challenging. And when you are thankful for the experience that you have, then it naturally attracts more joy or more abundance, right? So it's not like it could be a small thing. Let's say you have to clean your house, you know, you hate it, put some music on, make it fun, make it more of a workout. So switching the mindset and the perspective around what you have to do Um, And then, again, it raises your frequency. And as soon as you raise your frequency, things start to shift naturally. You may go out the door, find money on the street. And then it's like, oh, you know, and it's those little constant things that keep you going. Um, And then doors start to open. And that's really the way it works. I know it sounds a bit woohoo, but that's just the way (laughs) the way energy works, right? A hundred percent. I mean, I feel this like not every single day, but very, very often. And you said doors open. I also think sometimes the universe helps close doors so that you realize that it's supposed to be closed and that you go a different path, which makes me wonder, are there certain like failures or, you know, moments where you were like thinking that it was going to go a certain way and it didn't in your journey that helped redirect where you're meant to be going? Oh my God, so many, (laughs) so many. (laughs) But the biggest one was, I think, when I was trying to organize a retreat in Mexico uh, before COVID, uh, not long before COVID. So I had, you know, my brand new website, you know, retreats, spent all this money on marketing um and doing all this stuff and then I kept on getting blocked 
the first time, um, the lady creating my website, it took forever. And then after that, then I started taking people's money, right, for this retreat. And then someone reported me because in Canada, in Toronto, you have to be part of the Toronto, Ontario Travel Association if you're selling any kinds of travel, any kinds of overnight. So someone reported me and they called me and they're like, okay, you have to shut down your website immediately or uh, you got to pay a $15,000 fine. And I had put all this months of work right and creating Mm -hmm. and and then going to Mexico and you know finding the perfect location the food the tour buses like everything and so boom it shut down and it was like I felt like a failure Um, I had a lot of resistance because it's like almost I didn't want to listen to the little stops Mm -hmm. and then it's like the universe is like okay No. And then I made my partner at the time become a travel agent because you have to become a travel agent. So took the (laughs) he's he's really smart. Yeah. So yeah, I asked him to do it and he did it. And then we had our traveling. So then we got had to find a travel agency to connect with. It was this Mm. big ordeal. And finally, COVID happened and it's like no one can travel. And it's like, oh, my God, thank God that I didn't, you know, take even more money, book more tours and all of Mm -hmm. that, because I would have been, you know, (laughs) not in a good situation. So that was a big failure, but that turned out to be really positive. And because of that, I actually shifted a lot of my business online Uh, and then turn that around. And now it is what it is because, because of that situation. Yeah, I love that. I know that in the moment of the failure, it feels so rough and hard. (laughs) And it's, yeah, where a lot of really beautiful things are born out of. Yeah. And then it's, you know, again, the universe's way of being like, rewarding you for listening and for going on that path to, creating something that probably has even more abundance than the plan that you already originally had for the retreat. Exactly. So I do plan to do another retreat right now. I'm also uh, creating different events. So I had one in June, an inspiring women's event where I had all women owned vendors, inspiring women panel, uh, all different ages, women who created success doing what they love from their 20s to 40s, I don't to 70s, sorry, and a live performance. So that wasn't quite a retreat, but it was still an event. And I just enjoy it. I I am so passionate about that as well. And so I I just want to inspire women to go for their dreams, right to tap into Mm -hmm. their their heart and just go for it. Because life is short. And for myself, I know how valuable it is to have that vision and then go for it and then live it. And then it's it's the best feeling. So I want to help women do the same. I love that. This is also why I created this podcast, because I wanted to hear from stories, right? Like I think stories help you so much as you had it with this event of different people saying how they you know, created whatever it is they created, Mm -hmm. it helps you understand that you can do it too, that somebody else, you know, also had failure and also struggled with limiting beliefs and different things. And then 
overcame those things to be able to create beautiful things. So then it's like, why not me? (laughs) Exactly. And we got to coach ourselves when, you know, I catch myself thinking about something that's one of my limiting beliefs. I'm like, no, that's not accurate. I'm Mm -hmm. like rewriting that. I'm like, no, Catherine, that's false. (laughs) (laughs) That's not accurate. And then it's like coaching myself. So I've actually become an expert at coaching myself um, Mm -hmm. and just keep on going and never give up. I think people give up way too easily, right? Mm -hmm. They expect things to happen the next day when certainly being an entrepreneur, as you know, things take time and you got to build something solid from the ground up. Otherwise, it's not stable, right? It's Mm -hmm. not going to hold water. So building something from the ground up is also speaking about ourselves, right? Mm. Deconstructing ourselves, our limiting belief, and then starting from the ground up. And I think it's very, for entrepreneurs, it's parallel. Your business represents who you are and both grow at the same rate, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. as your business develops, you develop. And if you're stuck, then your business is stuck as well, because it's basically a reflection of who you are. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I think it's very, very true. And yeah, I've experienced it myself in times where I feel stuck, then like nothing's happening and things are not, you know, coming. Whereas when there is like, oh, a release, it's, it just flows a lot easier. So I love that. What are you kind of excited about? You said you're always changing and there's new things coming. What can, well, first I'd love for you to share also like how people can get involved and what are the things that are currently happening, but then what are you excited about the future? So I, one thing that I'm excited about is my book, Born for More. Uh, I launched it in June and it's self-published on Amazon. It was basically channeled in three weeks. I woke up one morning and yeah, and my inner guidance is like, oh, you're going to write a book. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I've written programs before, but that's, you know, a whole different category. So I just started writing and writing and the whole journey of writing that book felt like ecstasy. Like it was so, I was so in the flow and, you know, drugs were probably created based on this feeling because it it was so powerful. And then I put it away because I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with this. And funny thing is I met one person who says oh I know an editor and then anyways long story short it all came together magically because I'm like Mm -hmm. universe you wanted this to come out now figure it Mm out (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah so I have that uh that is on Amazon I have my born for more all access course which is a one-on-one 17-week mentorship course uh, to help women break free of limiting beliefs and whether they want to heal or build that healthy relationships or monetize their passion it's can help women do both because they're both really related right Mm -hmm. it's all about the stuff um so I have that I'm also sponsoring the vegan fashion show that's happening here in Toronto Uh, because it's a woman on a mission who had a vision and took action. So Mm. I'm a big supporter of that as well. But yeah, that's, I'm, I'm just excited to live life to the fullest, to be quite honest. 
I love that. It's so beautiful. And I'm so excited about the, your book. It's funny. This is something that keeps like, I devour memoirs, like reading people's stories. is just, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I feel like there's more and more coming out and people sharing their story in new ways. And so, yeah, that's really beautiful. We'll definitely add all of these links so people can join. We end every episode with a few questions. Okay. They're not really rapid fire, so don't worry. <laughs> Take your time. Um, but the first one is, how do you unlock your vitality these days? Ooh, how to unlock your vitality? I think that would start with being present, present in your space, in your time. And one tip to do that is to bring attention to your five senses. So if you're feeling scattered, if you're feeling anxious, uh, something that can help you drop right back into time and space is focusing on what you hear, noticing where it's coming from, left or right, what you're smelling, what taste is in your mouth, and then see if you can uh, feel the air touch your skin. And just doing those things will help you do that. I love that. Such a great tip. The next one is, what are you saying no to these days? Ooh, no. You know what? I'm saying no to invitations that I don't feel like going to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, I had something planned for tomorrow. If I wake up and I'm like, mm, that's not aligned for me today, then I'm just going to say no to that. I'm just going to mm -hmm. really honor myself and give myself what I need. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's interesting since like post pandemic, I feel like that's something that people are more comfortable doing. It's true. Right? Because we for so long didn't have these that we realized that we used to say yes to a lot and just to not have that time. So I love that. The next one is, this is just a fun one. What is on your nightstand? Uh, I have a crystal, a rose quartz crystal. I have a five-year-old. Well, he's going to be six. So I have his water bottle there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's currently there. A lamp and a journal. Mm, love it. And the next one is, if you had a piece of advice for your younger self, what would it be? Don't give up. Keep mm -hmm. on going. And even when you feel like nothing's happening, it's all happening behind the scenes. So you just might have to take a few more steps until you see the results that you're waiting for. So that's a big one for me. I love that. And the last one is, is there one healthy tip that you do every day? It can be really, really small, but that has had like a significant change in your life or impact in your life. So I'm a big believer that uh, your body is your temple and the cleaner your body is, the more connected you are to spirit, to yourself. Uh, so I am super healthy. Um, of course, I enjoy my wine sometimes and some treats, but 90% of my diet is clean eating. Mm -hmm. Whatever clean eating means to you, that's your thing. But I feel like that's an important part to connecting to yourself. And, uh, and then working out, being active, right? Because it's just, you feel better about yourself. And when you have that confidence, then you're willing to take those steps, those actions in life that you might not, if you're not confident in how you feel. Yeah, 
I love that. It's so crazy. As you were saying that last one, I live in the Bay Area in California and there's like three hummingbirds that came to the window and they were just like, kind of like hovering really, really close. I was like listening and also like, what is happening? <laughs> I love that. You know, when those things happen with animals, I always go to Google and, Me too. and Google like hummingbird totem <laughs> or whatever animal I saw that is calling my attention. Me too. During when there was a lot of questioning for me about my old company, I would walk in trails and these trails like almost every day just to try to listen to what was really going on inside. And I would see anytime I would ask like, where am I supposed to go? I would see a deer in the path. And it was like almost every single time. And deer represent, you know, guiding you towards the right path, the fact that there is a different path. So it was just every time like, right, I'm meant to be doing something else. Like, yes, it's okay. I, I need to be uh, going the different path. So I love that. <laughs> I love that. I wonder what the hummingbird means. I feel like it's something magical. I think it probably is. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Catherine. This was such a beautiful conversation, super inspiring. I'm sure people are going to be yeah, feeling excited and um, look forward to do more. Well, it was such a pleasure being on your podcast. Thank you for the invitation. And if anyone wants more information, they can uh, look for me on my website at www.born-for-more.com or my Instagram at Catherine Mejias. Perfect. And we'll add all the links so people can follow you easily uh, in the show notes too. All right. Bye everybody. Thank you again Bye. so much, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved this conversation. It was just so powerful and inspiring and exciting. And I hope you felt all those things. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review. It helps us so much. Even if it's just sharing the link with somebody you think might enjoy listening, if it's subscribing or liking whatever platform, depending on the platform you're listening to, rating and reviewing, all of those things are so appreciated because they truly help us continue to grow and be able to bring in guest continuously every week. I am so grateful. I cannot believe we've been doing this for 10 months. It's actually crazy. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I wish you a beautiful rest of your week and I'll see you next Wednesday.